Welcome to Pure Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and we're here for another Monday mini-sode. Yes, our Monday mini-episodes are the YouTube-exclusive episodes that we do in order to, you know, have a, that little kind of little taste, little appetizer of um, podcast-type information, but not our full hour-plus episodes that drop on Wednesday. So this is a lot shorter, 10 to 15 minutes typically, only on YouTube. Uh, but I, I don't know, Orlando. So this episode, I, I think you, you kind of came up with some ideas. I'm looking at your notes here, and I think I'm going to be disagreeing with you quite a bit on this one. Uh, so this one might be <laughs> spicy. We might need to drop this on the uh, on the actual podcast. What do you think? I, I think we should. And if you want to comment, and you're listening to this on the podcast, just jump on over to YouTube. You know, and yeah, we can get a little bit of cross, a little bit of cross pollination because sometimes I don't know if our audiences there's some that do both, yeah. uh, but. Yeah, if you're if you're a podcast only listener, this is a treat for you to have a Monday mini. Uh, but yeah, jump on over to, to YouTube and subscribe. And uh, if you're normally on YouTube, you know, go check out the podcast. Yeah, both those things would be great. All right. So today we're doing. Okay, so this is what if eBay is right? So the, the kind of the what what brought this on is we had uh, some episodes recently where we've talked about. Look, it's not all eBay's fault. Is it? Is it what potentially can we own? And I, I think we've try to be fair at least i feel like i try to be fair in saying that like it's it's not 100 percent either way like I, I would never say it's just you or it's just ebay um, but i think a lot of times people do fall into one of those camps usually just the it's just ebay camp of this can't be my fault at all none, none of this is anything i can control it's all ebay and the point we were trying to make on our previous podcast was hey there are factors here that you do have some control over now, does that mean you have control over all of them? Does that mean that there are some things that that are against you that it's not your fault? Sure, those things are true. But if you can control a handful of factors, then you got to at least control those before you start complaining about I'm helpless, right? So, so Mike is gently trying to intro this episode, <laughs> but I will say this: this is what my thoughts have been. Okay, for the last few a few months, right? Things have been bad. Right? I think a lot of for a lot of people, right? A lot of people have been successful. And when and during my time as a teacher, as an administrator, whenever things were bad, right? You know, over time you begin to go, is it me? Right? Or or is there really something wrong? Right? Who who you know what what is causing all this? And then as I started thinking more about this, I began to the conclusion of what if eBay is right? What if, what if this whole time, right? The, the lot of the, the clickbait out there, a lot of the, the YouTubes out there, a lot of the podcasts, including ourselves, have been all about, you know, eBay has major glitches all the time. eBay has these updates. And I've even mentioned, like, how do we know it's eBay updates that's slowing down things, right? We've, we've blamed it on the algorithm. We, we've done all this. Then I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. eBay is a business, first of all, that likes to make money. They, they are a for-profit company. They are one of the purest forms of capitalism out there where they are the middleman. You buy an item, you sell it, and they make money off that. And yes, their latest report says that they made more money off of promoted listings. But we'll get into this a little bit later. What if these promoted listings have actually helped us as resellers continue to be profitable. But let's reverse that a little bit. 
So eBay is a billion dollar company, correct? So why would they not want to be profitable, right? I'm pretty sure eBay has done the focus groups. eBay has spent millions of dollars in research, right? eBay has done ton. They all they're always doing surveys, and so what if eBay has done all these things and what they're rolling out now, all these tools is for the benefit of sellers <laughs> that you're taking it too far. All right. All right. Tell me, talk to me. Okay. So just to clarify your point. Here's what I'm hearing. You're saying all the things they're doing is the advertisements, all that stuff is they're They're like altruistically like what's the best way to help, the sellers on our platform make more money and be more successful. Yes, and because keep more of that money in their money. pocket. Yes, that's nonsense. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think I think in like a, a general, I mean, you didn't even have that. You didn't even have that on like the your your My outline notes. here. <laughs> yeah. um, this this concept, but I mean, just just saying it is is it seems like so far out there. So okay. In a big picture thing, yes, companies want to be profitable, and so they want to, they want to find ways to. Long term, they've got to keep sellers happy. They they've got to make sure sellers stay on the platform. If all sellers jump ship, so yes, part of their market is going to be how can we keep sellers happy? How can we make sure that they have their needs met? That that's going to be part of it. But they're not sitting back there like, you know, what would really help our sellers, even if it cost us, even if it hurt us, is promoted listings. Promoted listings is one of those that's gonna that will help our sellers. Like that's they're doing it because they're trying to see. I mean, they're a business. They've got to figure out how much can we take from them before it's too much. The same thing like us as resellers. Most of us are reselling. We're not putting stuff up. Going, you know what? I probably could charge two dollars less for this item. You know what? I probably could offer. You know, no. You're you're gonna you're gonna offer as much as you possibly can in order to be competitive while keeping as much money in your pocket. That's what eBay is doing. Like they're not like, how can I make sure that my customer keeps more and I make less? Like they're they're trying to be profitable. All right, but you actually led me to the second point here. Is eBay just adapting similar to resellers are adapting? Right? We've all had to adapt. We've all had to find ways, right, to keep ourselves solvent, to keep our businesses flowing, to keep the sales coming in. And what if eBay at this point in time, right, they want to maintain themselves as the largest platform out there for secondary goods. They want to make sure that their shareholders are still with them. They want to make sure that their stock is in a good place. And in the long term, they're thinking long term, like this is the way we adapt now to continue making eBay a viable platform for all of us to continue getting a piece of the pie. I don't I don't think so. I mean, I think I, I, I mean, I hope I hope they're doing things that are going to grow eBay because I do want eBay to be successful. Like, I don't want anybody to think like, man, Mike hates eBay in this episode. Like, I want eBay to be successful because if eBay is successful, they stay around. I have more likely chance of being successful on eBay. But I think uh, and it's not just eBay. I'm not picking on eBay. I think a lot of companies right now, they're trying to survive. You're right. They're trying to adapt, but they're they're putting they're doing short fixes. It's like a little fix. Like, Hey, we could just patch this hole. We could just patch this hole. We could just patch this hole. And long-term it would have been better to say, Hey, what if we just like kind of take a step back? We're going to have some low numbers for the next couple of months, but we need to figure out a way to like get the, the younger audience onto our platform. We need to do this. Even if, even if our, our, 
Q4 report, even if the report that we put in uh, the next earnings report is is much lower, and we're gonna have to tell our stockholders like, look, this is a this is a building year. It's gonna be five years before we start seeing profit again, but it's gonna be worth it because no, they're they're. I've said it and I've said it a bunch of times on the podcast, but the board members, the CEO, the CFO, those people oftentimes for these companies, they don't stick around more than five to 10 years. They're looking, how can I make the stockholders happy for the next earnings report? I don't care what eBay is 20 years from now. I mean, you kind of have to be moving in that direction, but their priority is how can I have the the bottom line up? Even if I'm sinking the ship long-term, if I patch it enough to make it look like, hey, look, lipstick on a pig, this thing is great. Then they get the promotions, they get the bonuses, everybody thinks they're being successful, they jump ship to the next company and it the process just repeats. Because I think I think the most successful companies long term have to be the ones to say, and it's it's impossible, I think, to do as a big company, but the ones to say, like, look, we're not going to be make turning as much of a profit. We're going to actually lose some numbers over the next our stock is going to be tanking. Don't panic. It's worth it because here's our long-term plan. Here's our hundred-year plan. Here's what's going to make eBay the I mean, they're looking at how do we how do we seem profitable a year from now? But isn't that a good thing? No, right? Because, because in you're, the if end, you're taking, that, if you're ta- that's a company that we can continue selling on, right? The the more viable eBay is, the better it is long term for us sellers because eBay has the largest amount of buyers on earth. Okay? eBay has its international shipping eBay has allowed us, right, to be able to sell to so many. And if and if eBay ends up breaking down, we can't go to Poshmark. We can't go to Mercari. Like, we can't. Like, it's not even close, the numbers that of buyers. And, and Poshmark doesn't even have international. Mercari doesn't have international. There is no platform that can do what eBay does. Yeah, I'm. but that's the point I'm trying to make, though, is I'm not saying that, that eBay should completely break down. I'm I'm saying the fixes they're doing, these are short-term fixes. It's like it's like staying up late to get more work done. It's like, okay, you can do that once. But if you're like, you know what? Like if we just stayed up for like 72 hours straight, like imagine how much work we could get done. We'd be so productive. Like let's eventually that leads to the real breakdown. Like if all you're doing is like short-term fix, like look, this will this will help, this will help. And that's what I think a lot of these things are. It's like it looks on paper like they're they're adapting. But I think the adaptation is just like an emergency. What do we do? Well, we we were our gross volume is down. Not as many items are selling on eBay. Well, our stockholders aren't going to accept that. What do we do? Uh, we need to make money. Well, let's charge more in in fees. Done. Look, look, we've grown this year. Yay! Everybody claps. It's like you can manipulate data. You do, and I think that's what's happening. It's like I wouldn't say, hey, they're making the company viable long term. I I think the opposite is happening. I think long term they're making the company less viable. All right, all right, all right. All right, what? Okay, let me throw this one out. So there's a lot of talk about the algorithm, right? The algorithm throttles people. The algorithm hides things. You know, people can't find their items. But here, here's my thoughts. When eBay first started, it was easy as far as you know. You throw up your item, and you know, I know a lot of people from the early days. I actually sold some stuff in the early earlier days, like 1999, 2000, and at that time, there wasn't a lot of people on eBay, right? So buyers and sellers. So you could throw something up and it would sell. Now, for example, we had talked about Harley Davidson items. Okay, there's over 100,000. So how do people who have their Harley items post it on eBay, how do they sell it? 
How does that even happen? And the only way it can happen is with an algorithm, right? That rewards individuals have good metrics, good feedback. You know, they have great customer service, great pictures, great item specifics, descriptions and all that. And so to me, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talk about, man, this algorithm's hurting us. This algorithm is why we're not getting sales. I like to present a counter argument that the reason most of us are still being successful is because of the algorithm allowing those sales to continue. Yeah, that, 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 but the problem though is nobody's making that argument. Like you, that, that's not an accurate description. Like nobody's saying there shouldn't be an algorithm. I think what people are saying is there's a break in the algorithm. There's something wrong. Like I don't think people are saying eBay shouldn't reward good sellers. I don't think people are saying eBay shouldn't, eBay shouldn't be put, pushing items up of people with decent feedback. I think what people are saying is there's something broken with the algorithm and I there's no reason I shouldn't be getting, but all of a sudden it's as if the algorithm is glitched. I'm not making money. I think that's the problem. It's like... But that's easy. That's easy to go, oh no, sales are slow. Things are bad. There must be a glitch. There I must agree. be updates. There must be something wrong with eBay instead of taking accountability and going, maybe it's the things I'm sourcing. Maybe no, it's yeah. my pricing. Maybe it's my customer service. Maybe it's the fact that I haven't listed. Right. No, maybe enough. it's that. <laughs> no, go I, ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm done. I'm done with my, my rant there. But I, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta talk to myself too. And the fact that, you know, I've had slow sales at times. And my prices were outrageous. I even had people comment on YouTube and, and DM me going, Orlando, I looked at your store at some of your stuff and you got crazy prices. And that's because I came from the you know years before where it was like, hey, as long as you have best offer, it doesn't matter. You can yeah. list high. But the algorithm now is punishing you if your prices are outrageous. Right. Yeah. So in the end, it's rewarding those that have solid prices. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I, I wouldn't make the argument that there isn't. I mean, I started the episode by saying people need to take ownership when there's factors you can control. I think, though, it, the, the, the point you made at the beginning wasn't a fair assessment of the complaint people are giving at large. Like, maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they don't really like they're mistaken in thinking that eBay, there's some glitch. When somebody has like some pretty decent evidence, at least for them, where it's like, hey, things aren't adding up here. Like if all of a sudden you went six days in a row with no sales and you were doing everything right, you wouldn't be like, man, it must be what I'm sourcing. Like you've got thousands of items. You're doing things right. Like you would know something is wrong. You'd be calling eBay. Like, is something wrong with my store? Like what's so that that's the point I'm trying to make is if people are, are experiencing that, then they're not just saying like eBay shouldn't be helping. They're saying there's something broken. I mean, we've, we're we experiencing that right now with the podcast platform that we're on, right? So like if somebody's actually seeing something like, wait a minute, something is wrong here potentially. So those are the, I, I think we don't want to delegitimize the people who have actual like, there's something wrong or they're experiencing something wrong from eBay. It's a system, like things break down. There could be errors. I do think you're right though, that a lot of people will jump to that. It's easy to point finger. So Maybe it's only 20% of people complaining about the algorithm. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's 5%. But there are people who I, I, I assume legitimately something glitched in the system and their whole store got taken off or the items they listed can't be found or something. Yeah. I just, I, I just think there's a lot of, of blame on eBay, especially you know when things are bad. It's funny. I was talking to... I went to this eBay event. Uh, last week, and that's not why I'm having this discussion, but I was talking to uh -huh. some, of the, some uh -huh. of the eBay employees, and I'm like, so what are your thoughts, you know, about this this idea that 
the the algorithm is working against people or that you know system updates why people aren't getting sales and the the uh, you know the same question we asked back in eBay opened in 2019 and the consensus was always like why why would we hinder people from making sales like that that wouldn't make sense because we want to see profitable we want to make money and so yeah. that's where I land on and the I, algorithm is making it possible yeah okay so I agree but again that's that's on the thing of like I don't think people are making the argument of like eBay is maliciously saying, you know what? Orlando's store has now hit the jackpot of not getting any sales. <laughs> like I don't I don't think that's what people are saying. I think what people are saying is, hey, like something something in the algorithm, like it's a complicated system. And for whatever reason, right now, like if me and you and like a bunch of the people in our Discord were all of a sudden like, has anybody gotten sales in the last like week? No, none of us have gotten sales. We wouldn't be like, oh, everything must be fine. We're all met like we would say there, there, there's a glitch, something's wrong. We'd be trying to figure it out. We'd be calling eBay. So again, I, I don't think people are saying that it's it's all eBay's fault or that eBay's doing it maliciously, but but systems break, errors happen. And so I think you got to be careful on both sides. I think people are quick to jump to say there are errors, but I think you're also being a little dismissive of the fact that there are potentially legitimate concerns. All right, all right. Now, what about this? Maybe promoted listings is the only way to keep yourself competitive. Maybe it's the only way, especially, you know, right now there's so much out there. eBay is so, if you're a clothing seller, I don't know how you can't promote your listings, especially if you're full time. Like for, for me, it's, it's not an option. It's not a choice. And, you know, my experience has been is that you can do everything. You can have great feedback. You can have great pictures. You can have great prices. But ultimately, what gets you to the next step is having promoted listings. Do you ask him what my thoughts are on that? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, I think you're right, but I don't think I'm not happy about it. Um, okay, okay. And I don't. So I think that's the point. Too, like, I, I would hope you're not saying like, "Hey, it's a good thing that there's promoted listings." Like, I'm saying I, it is. If it wasn't promoted listings, how am I gonna? How am I gonna? You know, outperform the competition? How is my listing? gonna get higher in the search in comparison to others yeah i mean that's like that's to me it's the equivalent of the amazon race to the bottom though because it's like i mean it's smart business move on ebay to have this as an option that's how they're making a lot of their money i'm not going to say like it's that they're a terrible business for doing it it's smart for them to do but at the same time i'm not going to be happy about it and say like what a great thing like this sets me apart like something like taking good pictures writing a good description providing good customer service those are things you have control over this is something you have control over in the sense of the more money you're willing to give to eBay, the better off you're going to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to be happy about that. Cause look, if me and you are both selling the same thing and we're both serious about what we're selling, it basically becomes which one of us is willing to give more money to eBay in order to try and sell this item. That's not a good thing, but it is the thing. It's the yeah, way it's things a thing, are, but it's not a good thing. I, I agree. It's not a good thing, but what if that's the only option? Cause there's so many, items out there that are the same how do you separate yourself how do you separate okay, so yourself if there's 100 you people that have solid pictures solid customer service solid feedback how do you separate yourself from those 100 so, people but here's the thing like you're assuming like what you're going to be the one of the 100 people who's doing promoted listings no like you're going to do promoted listings usually you're going to go under even what the market value is right like what, what if it says like typically this promoted listing is like seven or eight or nine or ten percent you're probably going yep i'm doing two percent why 
because you're already saying, no, no, that's, I'm not playing that game. I'm not going to go to 8% because then the next person has to do nine and the next person has to do 10. Like you're not, you're not already doing that bidding war, right? Like what do you promote your listings at? I, so I'm at that dynamic ad rate of 8%. Okay. So, so I don't, I won't go to the 11 or 12 or the 20. But, but I mean, those people are the ones being competitive. They're the ones setting themselves apart. So now you're what you're just, you're out of luck because you're not willing to go to 12. Like, well, the the difference being is that, and we'll talk about this, tune into our long form podcast dropping a couple of days is that if you have good metrics and you've been selling on the platform for a while, you have good feedback, you don't necessarily need to promote as high as those because you're already being boosted in the search. Yeah. But you just said, Hey, like what sets you apart? I initially said like those should be things that help set you apart. All of those, your customer service, your feedback, your your reputation, those things set you apart. I'd rather that be weighted a lot heavier than your promoted listing. So I'm going to say like, good thing the algorithm promotes those things. I'm not going to be super happy about the promoted listing aspect. Yeah, I just, I to me, it, I'm pragmatic about it. Like this is what's been set up. This is the way I'm going to make more sales is by for lack of a better word, outbidding others in certain categories. And so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, you just got to think long-term though. Like if this, if it keeps going down that trajectory, I mean, look at what they've already added. It started off with listing and then there's dynamic listing. And then after dynamic is paid for click. And then like, what's next? It's like, you could have a superstore. Hey, everybody else has normal stores, but if you're willing to spend an extra hundred dollars a month, you get a superstore, and that that gets you. You know, you're going to automatically be hired. Then every single reseller who wants to be competitive is now paying. It's basically just a tax. It's a seller tax. It just so now it it's just like, well, thank goodness me. they have superstore. Well, now you can be a super yeah. superstore. Like they can just keep on adding like things to like. Now I have to do this. I have to pay this in order to be competitive. No, I, I agree with you. It just concerns me when people DM us or in the comments and. They're like, I never got any sales. And then I ask them, did you promote your items? They're like, nope. And I'm like, well, what what are you expecting? And then we get the messages where people are like, wow, thank you so much for talking about promoted promoted listings because I turned those on and now I have sales like crazy. Yeah. Now, sure, it's something you have to do. I'm just saying like, because the title, the idea of the episode is like, look, eBay's right in doing these things or like they're trying to do the right thing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a good thing for them as a business, but it's not like, I'm, it's not something I'm celebrating as a seller. Like this is, you know what? You're right, eBay. This is good for me. Like, thank you, Daddy eBay, for the promoted listings. It, it helps me out so much. I'm very Adam Smith and Rand about this. The fact that you know, in this essence, right, self interest is what benefits everyone here. eBay self interest will benefit resellers our self-interest will benefit our business because we will do what it takes ebay will do is what it takes to be viable right so i think in that sense that's how capitalism functions is that you know when i go to a fast food place and my food is delicious it's not because the people behind the, the counter care about me they're not making this food and ma- making sure that it's not tasting terrible Right they're they're making this food good because they know that they may get a raise if they get great customer feedback. They will get their consistent paycheck. It's their self-interest that drives them to perform better. And I think it's the same with eBay. eBay's self-interest for their shareholders in the end benefits us because it keeps eBay a platform that will continue to be successful. 
Yeah. And I, and I wouldn't argue with that, except for the fact that there is not like, so if you look at businesses, like successful businesses that are actually able to like build and be something different are ones where typically the owner or the person who started it, there's like one dynamic person behind it. Like they are like, think of Apple, right? Like Steve Jobs was Apple. Like he, it didn't matter. Like he was like, no matter what happened, like this is Apple, this is me, this is Apple was him. He was Apple. When you get a business that's now just an entity of, of a lot of different people, a lot of different stakeholders, those stakeholders come and go. The people who are invested come and go. The people who are on the board, and like I was saying earlier, if they're thinking like, I need to be profitable, if your goal is like, you need to make as much money like by the end of this quarter in order to keep your job or to get the raise you need to get, which could change your life forever, or to be hireable you know, in the next you know, couple of years then you're going to do whatever it takes, even if long-term you're sinking the ship. So I don't think there, it's not like as a human being, like my interest, like, yeah, I want to be successful hundred years from now or 50 years from now as me, but a company like eBay, it's, 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 this, there's not a real identity of what, what person or what group of people is eBay. Like it changes. And so I do think, yeah, self-interest is a good thing, but who's self-interest and for how long, when that, how long is, is short-term because I know you, you've got the, the mindset of like, oh, if it's good for them long term, then it's good for me. And I agree with that 100%. I just don't know if all the things they're doing are good for them long term. I mean, look, they're losing piece of the pie, piece of the pie, piece of the pie. But uh, when it comes to market shares in different categories, going to different platforms, but as long as they can keep that bottom line looking good for the next year, it doesn't matter to them. But that's where the adaption comes in, right? This is why they're doing what they're doing. All right, let's go. Let the last point here. What if, what if, the economy is really bad and eBay is a reflection of it? Right. It's it's very easy for us to go. There's glitches. There's updates. You know. There's all this happening. But if you look at all the earnings reports recently, like Foot Locker, I think they were down twenty two percent. Dick's Sporting Goods, they were down. Uh, you know, uh, Target was down. Like all these companies are down. And so why shouldn't we expect eBay to be down too? Right? Either we're being lied to, right? Cuz we're hearing, you know, depending on what, you know, aisle of, you know, economics or politics whatever you're in, right? Some people are saying, "Oh, this is the best ever, most jobs created." You know, people are now cuz, you know, are able to pay for this, and then there's other people are like, "Ah, no. Like I go to my store, and yeah, inflation might have gone down, but prices haven't gone down, right? I, I, If it's me buying something on eBay or me having enough money to buy groceries and get gasoline, this is where Econ 101 elasticity comes in. And I, I'm only willing to pay so much for stuff on eBay, but I'll pay more for gas. I'll pay more for groceries. And so right now, you know, I think there's this idea of, and, and maybe I'm, I'm stretching this out too far, is... I think we see eBay, and a lot of people, I think, see eBay as an entity that owes everyone a salary. That no matter how bad things get, no matter how bad the economy is, I should still have the same amount of sales that I had a year ago, two years ago, or three years ago. But the reality is, right now, if we, if we look at, you know, intuitively, our everyday, if we take a look at GDP, if, if we look even at consumer spending based on the recent earning reports of larger companies, things are bad. And so maybe it's not eBay. Maybe it's just 
how things are right now. And we need to do what we can to survive, to make it through this until things rebound. Well, where do you land on all everything I just said? Come on, Erlander. Are you serious about all that? Because I absolutely 100% agree with you on that one. Okay. <laughs> but it, but it's, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to go too much, but it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Mike, teachers are paid horribly in many places, right? And some teachers don't deserve to get paid well, right? And so in some places, get, people get paid on a salary scale, and they actually don't deserve to get moved up in the salary because they're terrible teachers. Then there's other teachers that they're phenomenal teachers, and you should, you should give them bonuses. You should, there should be some merit-based pay for those teachers because they excel in what they do. They love what they do. And so I, I say all that because in, in eBay right now, I, I, I think there's a lot, there's a kind of this ongoing phenomenon of that eBay should be a salary scale, right? That even though things are bad, we should still see that raise. Like we should still be able to see the same amount of sales that we saw the previous year, uh, even though, right, some individuals haven't done anything different to adapt even though overall it seems that things are gloomy out there uh, as far as the economy is concerned and so i want to challenge everyone here as you're listening to this podcast you know i i may get a lot of hate for that and i'm okay i can't you know it, it, it goes part of the course of being on social media you know it was part of the course when i was an administrator but but the reason i you know this whole minnesota was created was you know, to really think about what you're doing, think about your systems, think about how, what is your attitude towards this? Is it, I'm just going to throw my hands up and I'm just going to, you know, keep listening to those YouTubers that want to make, make eBay pay, want eBay to answer for everything they do, they're doing, or are you going to put in that work? Are you going to put that hustle? Are you going to put that motivation? Are you going to apply David Goggins motivation into what you're doing into eBay yeah. and, and, and stop making excuses and, and, and stop complaining. And you're just going to do what it takes to get to that finish line. That's right. Who's going to carry the boats? Who's going to, who's going to take souls. And with that being That's said, right. make sure to be real, be relevant and be reselling. Late. Peace.